Hello, Synergy Autism Podcast listeners. My name is Barb Avila, and this is one of my mini podcasts for you for 2021. Today, I want to share a bit about what I have learned happens for many autistic individuals and some ideas for alleviating this experience. And that experience is what I'm calling perception chaos. You've heard me share and discuss that autistic people often feel flooded and are what I consider riding high or hypervigilant a lot of the time. This is along these lines of what I'm going to share today. So imagine for a moment, or if you are autistic, this may describe your experience, that you are sitting in, say, a crowded room with little to no ability to distinguish between or prioritize sensations that are coming in from both the outside and inside of your body. You are experiencing a rumbling in your stomach, maybe, while someone is talking to you next to you. Your emotions are all over the place, from sad to hopeful to nervous or anxious. The lights above you are buzzing and the sunlight is coming through the window at an angle that makes light bounce off the blinds. That mosquito bite you got on your arm and all of the birth dates and musical notes that are floating through your head are are all coming in at the same level without that filter. Hmm. This is again what I call perception chaos. All of your perceptions, your senses are alert, active, yet with little to no filter. It seems you can either attempt to attend to everything all at once and just simply try and think about each thing. Making it through a day or a time period doing that masking your chaotic experience all the while. Or you could shut everything out, shut everyone and anyone out and lose yourself into more quiet, quieter and more manageable situations like your home, your room, and be there a lot of the time. Another option is that you might hyper-focus on one thing so strongly that you shut out everything else to simply survive or because that's how the only way you know how to take action. Another thing that might happen is you might get angry and you may lash out when people talk or move you kind of trying to move you out of that because you are simply trying to keep your homeostasis. Now, I have found three things that really seem to help when someone is experiencing this perceptual chaos. One, allow their attention to shift to you before talking. Some of you may have heard me talk about that before. It's my CTU concept or curiosity to you concept, but allow their attention to shift to you before you say anything. 
This helps them organize that chaos versus simply adding to it. By sitting or standing close and allowing them to notice your presence, shift their attention to realize you and to wish that you're wanting to say something to them, that whole process might be harder than you think. And so make sure to give them time to make that shift. So number two, so that was one, allow their attention to shift to you before talking. The second one is organize the environment. So clutter simply just adds to that chaos, as you can probably guess. So consider partnering with that person to determine a visually organized system that works for them. Do not assume your way or your organizing will work for them. However, if you are unsure or you are supporting someone who may struggle with communication, please consider looking into some what's called structured teach. It's evidence-based support and organizational tips for helping people on the autism spectrum feel more organized and be able to be more independent. This may include having labels or numbers on drawers or folders to help them manage or organize their space or tasks, including daily living tasks. So first, allow their attention to shift. Number two, second, organize the environment. And third, have a visual conversation. Again, you might have heard this from me before. You do not have to know what the person needs to start a visual conversation. In fact, you, you really if you really think about it, that would be a lecture, not a conversation, right? If you came in with your agenda and what you wanted to share, that would be pretty one-sided. Remember, a conversation is two-way. When you start, set your sights on using a notebook or computer to collect the person's thoughts that might be adding to their perceptual chaos. It's your job to understand what they're struggling with or what they're wishing to convey. I was recently contacted by a longtime fabulous client family who wanted me to step in with an argument that they were having. Their young adult child was demanding to take a friend's entire family, including extended family, to Disneyland and have his parents pay for the whole trip. We're talking eh, 10 people. The more they tried to explain the expense, the more upset and demanding he became. His demands were escalating and they were concerned that they were headed for a weekend of aggression and destructive behavior. I agreed to meet with him on Zoom and I simply, excuse me, (coughs) I simply shared my screen. And I wrote, you want to take your friends to Disneyland. He watched me type it out. I validated his request, his desire. Then I wrote something like, Disneyland is your favorite place in the whole world. He had wanted to show these people how much he cares about them by sharing what he loves most in the world. I should add that these friends had lost a family member recently and were grieving. Without negating his plan, I took us 
on a on an adventure on the internet <laughs> with my shared screen and we went to the Disneyland website. I shared notes as we tallied up the costs of tickets, hotel rooms, and airfare. I just helped him organize his awesome, caring desire to take all those people he was worried about to his favorite place on earth. With a smile on his face, he saw and said, that doesn't even include food. He made his own realization that it was much too much money to be able to give as a gift. But we didn't stop there. Had we stopped, he would have been left with the unresolved emotions of wanting to do something for them. Adding to that perceptual chaos, or at least not alleviating it. So we ventured into using what you've also probably heard me talk about. And if you haven't, you can check it out on my website. We used a very simple sun diagram for offering and exploring cost-saving ideas for letting friends know you care and how good it would feel for actually for him to be the one to purchase the Disneyland DVD out of his own money to give to this family with a note from him personally. Simply by validating, exploring, and helping organize his awesome intentions, he could move from chaos to clarity. He could act on his kind heart with confidence and personal agency. So next time someone you know is either shutting down or creating chaos as if to become one with it, (laughs) slow down. Allow that attention to shift. Have that visual conversation with them. Help them organize the environment. You might be pleasantly surprised by the results. The person may just show you their caring heart that just needs support to calm the chaos. Thank you for listening. Till next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Synergy Autism Podcast, where we bring research, information, and people together to best understand and love those with autism, also known as autistic individuals. Check out my website for lots of additional links, like my Facebook account, Instagram account, blogs that I have written, videos, and even courses that are both free and some that I have labored with some wonderful colleagues um, to produce just for you. And contact me with questions and ideas for future podcasts. I'm here. I'm listening. Till next time.